Welcome to episode 42 of the Aquascaping Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Art. Check us out at aquascapingpodcast.com. All of our shows and interviews are on Stitcher Radio as well as iTunes. You can also check us out on our YouTube and Facebook page. Well, it's been a little while since our last episode, and the reason is I accepted a full-time multimedia position, so I've had little time to do anything else for the past few weeks, but here we are back in the swing of things, and I'm excited to say we have a couple more people joining the Aquascaping Podcast team. In addition to myself and Sean, we're going to bring on Mr. George Farmer from the UK and Hip Hong from here in the USA. I hope everybody's getting their IAPLC entries in. I'm super excited this year. I cannot wait to see what everybody has come up with and entered. And my God, I can't even imagine what the highest entries are going to look like because every year things seem to jump up exponentially. It's really amazing. Hi, George Farmer here. And I just wanted to say how excited I am to be on board with the Aquascaping podcast. I've been a fan of the show since it started and Jay Art and Sean Mack have kindly invited me onto the team and I just can't wait to hopefully provide lots of interesting information, my experiences, interviews, uh, pretty much anything to do with aquascaping to promote it to the wider audience and just get the message out there that aquascaping is such a beautiful hobby. Enjoy the podcast, do please share them uh, with your friends and and let's get the aquascaping message to the rest of the world. Uh, Take care guys and keep on scaping. Cheerio. Hey Aquascaper, Sean here and I think it's time for a little You Know What Grinds My Gears segment on the Aquascaping Podcast. You know what really grinds my gears is when a person at the fish store gives someone completely horrible, awful, bad advice and basically sets someone up for failure. That really grinds my gears. I have a coworker, and they have, or she has in her office, a small little beta bowl. Now, say what you will about beta bowls, but I was working on trying to get some plants in there and things for her and just decided that maybe it was good to get an aquascape going. Anyways, in the interim, she went to the pet store and felt that the beta was lonely. And the person at the store asked her what she was looking for, what size of a tank she had. And so she told this salesperson a 1.5-gallon gallon bowl with a beta. So this person, who is supposed to be the expert at the store, recommends a yo-yo loach and several neon tetras to go into this small bowl with a small filter and a beta. And actually the other day when I was leaving the office and I asked her how the tank was going, she told me she added these fish. And I have to be honest with you, I thought she was kidding. I thought it was a joke. I didn't realize that was actually what happened. And so when I did go in and peek and I found out, all I could do is shake my head at her. And I don't think it's her fault, right? I mean, she's not the expert here. She goes into a shop, a store, looking for advice. And like many people in this hobby, they get just wrecked before they even have a chance to get off the ground. And that is the local store's fault. They're not looking ahead. They're not nurturing and creating customers that are going to come back. They look at customers the way, same way they look at their fish, as disposable. They only want them to come in once, sell them some junk, get them out the door. It really grinds my gears. Have you gone by the sea? I put my home 
Hi everyone, George Farmer here and I'm with Oliver Knott. We've been involved with a really exciting project called Skate Masters, which has been organised by the guys at Biopod and it's basically to promote aquascaping to the general public. Uh, we had a great time, we did it for a, a pilot TV show. So can you tell us a little bit about how when you first started aquascaping? So I think you, you worked in a, is it a pet shop? Yeah, when I was 16, it was 1988, so it's 20... <laughs> 29 years ago, I started uh, in a pet store. This was a start, and since this time, I never stopped to go out of this business. You have a close affiliation with Takashi Amano. Yeah. You've worked with him a lot. When did you first meet Mr. Um, Amano? <coughs> so I was there in 1998. I was the first job in Germany and one of the first in Europe who sell the products wow. from ADA. And this was the first uh, announcement from ADA products in Europe. And this was the start because in, in, in 1999 he uh, visited us uh, in, or he visited me in the shop. Yeah. So, and then this was the first person to contact Amano who stand in the shop and make wow. pictures. and. And so we are have a close contact because of my um, setting the products, and uh, so in 2004 I uh, have got an invitation to uh, work two weeks in Japan. In Japan, and uh, so he he actually kind of trained you. Yeah, it was uh, it was um, what should I say? It was um, I was there uh, a part of the team. So wow. I, it's not. It was not. Uh, I, I tried to make the same what the what the employee made, and uh, we set up tanks, we remove uh, plants and something else. And so I, I get into company and uh, get the spirit how they work yeah. inside. I so I get not a personal training. It's much more uh, as, as a group. Yeah, as a group. I think I remember you telling me you had to tie hundreds yes, of radius yes. stones. One time we um, we prepare eight hours, eight hundred pieces of richer stones just for one tank <laughs> in the evening. So wow. uh, it was really uh, I was together with two uh, girls uh, sitting in the ADA gallery and just making richer stones from one centimeter to five centimeter. Like the Karate Kid, wax on, wax off, yes. doing that thing yeah. over and over again to teach yeah. you yeah. discipline. Yeah, you have discipline, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's uh, is that the kind of, what would you say the biggest lesson you learned? Yeah, this is the, the, I never saw a company who makes aquarium, or the aquarium hobby or aquascaping such professional. And I don't think uh, it's existing no water in this way. Yeah. How, uh, how many time they spend in preparing plans just for one scape or also in this time the professional uh, photography yeah. of the, the preparation and something else and never see this again. Amano was the best photographer yeah. ever. I don't think anyone would beat yeah. his aquarium photography. Yeah. And he used to have special film made in yeah, nice yeah, format film. Yeah, we, uh, I was, uh, was there and when they are getting some um, the big format uh, from Fujifilm. They're having their, their fridge, four meter fridge, just for keep the the, wow. the negative. Four meter fridge, yeah. just to keep the film. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so I've seen photos of him carrying these huge cameras yeah, around the jungle. With, so he yeah. must have been a fit, a fit guy as well. Yes, and, I, and I know that he before he passed away two years ago, he only used one digital camera. 
you know who did the developing then? Because obviously a big part of film is the development of the film. Yeah. Did he do all that himself? Or? No, not yet. No, not really. I just saw it in, at some shows when he uh, have these old-fashioned things inside. So it's, it's, uh, it's like a Polaroid. Yeah. Look, it's like a Polaroid. You move it out and then he give it to the to the audience. But I no, don't see the, the big things. So no. How we, how we, how we no that's fascinating. Yeah. Any exciting plans that you can tell us about without giving too much away? Actually, I think the, the, it's, it's getting more global for me. So I am not concentrated only in Germany as well as yeah, in, in Europe. So uh, especially China is a really huge market uh, because the aquascaping uh, theme in China is quite new. Yeah. Uh, fish is traditional fish is science hundreds of years. Yeah. But uh, it's... Aquascaping yeah. is like a new thing uh, for China, isn't it? Really? Yes, the Last market... The market is so huge and I um, have, I think, at least three, four appointments every year now. Wow. And in China and also the US going up very interesting in the future, I think. So USA, China. Yeah, the big, big nations, lots yes. of room for growth, isn't there? Yeah. Alright guys, that's it for this week's episode of the Aquascaping Podcast. I'm your host JR. Check us out at aquascapingpodcast.com. You can listen to all of the interviews and shows on iTunes as well as Stitcher Radio. Have a great week everybody and we'll see you next time.